This is probably common knowledge, but at 46 years old, Adam Vinatieri is the oldest player in the National Football League. I probably shouldn't let my first sentence on my first episode be something you already know, but I did it. I'm going to do it again. Adam Vinatieri is the NFL all-time leading scorer. With four Super Bowl wins, it's very well accepted to say that Adam Vinatieri is a clutch kicker. He makes the kick when it counts. He's been remarkably accurate. 24 years of being a place kicker. He's kicked the ball 1,592 times. That is point after attempts and field goals combined. And of all of those attempts, he's made it through the uprights 1,458 times. That's 92% completion percentage. But after 24 seasons, Adam Vinatieri is finally showing signs of wear. Through just seven games in the 2019 season, Vinatieri has missed four point-after attempts and four field goals, marking an all-time low completion percentage of right about 75%. I think I only saw him in the 80s one time. He's at 75 through week eight. In the past 24 years, he's missed 22 point-after attempts. Four of them have come in 2019. Now, because of what Vinatieri has accomplished, being the NFL's all-time scoring leader, being the oldest player in the league, four Super Bowl wins, five appearances with two different teams, held the the, the NFL fran- held the Patriots franchise record for most points scored there. I didn't look it up for the Colts, but I bet he's got it for the Colts too. Because of all these accomplishments, Adam Vinatieri gets the benefit of the doubt. But halfway through a one-year contract, this might be the last of Adam, Adam Vinatieri. Meanwhile, over in Atlanta, they've played eight games. They haven't had a bye this week, this year. They've played eight games. And after five missed field goals and one missed point after attempt, the 1-7 Atlanta Falcons have released their franchise-leading scorer, Matt Bryant, 44 years old. How does the saying go? Time is undefeated? Well, don't tell Tom Brady that, because the Patriots are undefeated, and he is showing no signs of slowing down. Episode 1. Well, really it's episode 6, but the first 5 got deleted. Yeah, most of it was user error in editing. Some of it was the software, though, to be fair. Anyway, that's not the point. Episode 1. My name is Tony Dyer. You can find me on Twitter, at Commissioner Mister. Talk about fantasy football there a lot. I'd love to talk to you about it, too at me or DM me. Either way, I don't care. Just talk to me. I want to sit down once a week and talk about football. Most weeks, I'll be joined by my friend Corey Wilkerson. You can find him on Twitter at WilkieWonkaFF. Like Willy Wonka, but Wilk E, because his last name is Wilkerson. Anyway. He'd like to talk to you, too. So, Tom Brady is about to become the oldest player in the NFL 
because certainly the only reason I brought up the kickers earlier was because they're the oldest players in the NFL. There were four in January of 2019, I think four kickers ahead of him, but one retired and I think one was released really early. It might've only been three either way, regardless with Matt Bryant unsigned currently and Adam Vinatieri on the last year of his contract, a one year contract, Tom Brady is destined to be the oldest player in the NFL. Not ever, but for 2020, I mean. But that team is on fire. And they seem unstoppable. It's gotten, I mean, it's really gotten out of control. There's, they're the clear favorite, in my opinion, to win the AFC and to make it another appearance in the Super Bowl. And the way that they're doing it tells me that they're going to win the Super Bowl. The point differential for that team is ridiculous. Plus 189 points. 250 points for the team, only 61 points against them. That defense, 61 points against in eight weeks. Patriots haven't had a bye yet. They've played eight games. They're 8-0 eight with 61 points scored against. That defense has found the end zone six times in eight games. For the fantasy football folks, that's as many as any wide receiver in the league. Interesting side note, five wide receivers have scored six touchdowns. Two of them are Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Anyway, that's not the point. Patriots defense has found pay dirt six times. But what was really interesting to me was when I removed the 42 points that those six touchdowns put on the board, if I remove those from the team, the Patriots are still on the leaderboard in the AFC in points scored. They come in at number four with 208 points. Number one is the Chiefs. Number two is the Ravens. Number three is the Texans. Really no surprises there. Well, maybe the Chiefs, maybe the Ravens a little bit. But no real surprises there, except for the fact that 55-year-old Tom Brady has led his offense to be the number four highest scoring offense. It's remarkable. And when you consider the revolving door, Nikhil Harry, Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon. I mean, you got star power here that's in and out of the offense. It just shows that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have a system. They have a plan. And when... When you have a plan and it's executing the way this is, this is playing out, the way we're seeing things, it's unstoppable. Who will stop them? Is there anybody out there who can stand up to the New England Patriots? I think the Niners can do it, maybe. The Niners are 130-point differential. They only have 77 points against. I think that matchup would be really interesting, actually. Considering that the New England Patriot defense has taken such advantage of errant passes and pressure to the quarterback. Considering that, and then considering the way that the San Francisco 49ers play their game, like 57% of all offensive snaps have been rush plays, by far the highest in the NFL. And they're a little banged up. As I'm recording this, it's Wednesday, October 30th. 
Tevin Coleman, I think, is the only healthy back on the roster right now. Everybody else is hurt. But that's very interesting. Because, as we know, the 49ers are a 7-0 team. They've had their bye week, but still undefeated. It wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, when there's halfway through the season, an undefeated team, statistically one of them, when there's two of them, statistically one of them make it into the Super Bowl. This year, I think they might both. Green Bay is a huge problem for the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk about that later. But it wouldn't be mind-shattering at this point in the year, after we've seen what we've seen out of the San Francisco 49ers, it wouldn't be the craziest thing we've ever heard of for them to make it, not, not even as a wild card, to lead the division and make it all the way up to the NFC Championship game. And then we can have that conversation. But there is a chance that the San Francisco 49ers and the New England Patriots are playing in the Super Bowl this year, in February. I guess that's next year. I'm afraid of that game, you know, as a viewer, as a fan of football that likes to see fun games. Whew, that one's going to be a doozy. We thought last year was bad. What was it, 3-0 and three to in the last in the fourth quarter or something? I'd have to look it up. I don't know. I'm just trying to remember that one. That was a boring game. Get ready, folks, because if the San Francisco 49ers are going to run the ball 60% of the time almost, and the New England Patriots have Tom Brady at the helm managing the game, this could be another really low-scoring Super Bowl. This could be another defensive battle like we saw last year against the Patriots and the Rams. Now, now I'm not saying that the San Francisco 49ers can't keep up. I guess I am saying that. Maybe I am saying that a little bit. The San Francisco 49ers relies on their defense to get pressure on the quarterback, to stop big plays, so maybe I am kind of saying that a little bit, because when I look back at the San Francisco 49ers receivers, I think to myself, Emmanuel Sanders is the only one on the team that we can really count on. There's been so many wide receivers on that team that it's impossible. It would be impossible for Jimmy Garoppolo to have a guy that he can trust. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders is that guy. Maybe what the San Francisco 49ers just did last week in acquiring Emmanuel Sanders is the key to unlocking a Super Bowl. But what I know for sure is the Niners throughout all the rest of the season and into the offseason, postseason, are relying on their defense to keep the score down so that the game can be played on the ground and not in the air. And so that it can be manageable. Kyle Shanahan's done a really great job with this. And it's been really fun watching it grow so quickly. Here's my problem, though. I think a guy like Aaron Rodgers can outscore the San Francisco 49ers. Just plain and simple. I think he'll find a way to beat them when it matters most. He has the experience. He's got the better Weaponry. Of course, they've got problems too. Green Bay's got plenty of problems, but Devontae Adams is on the way back. Kumaro has stepped up in a, in a little way. And oh, I don't remember the guy's name. I should remember his name. Lazard. Lazard has proven to be a reliable target. 
Marquez Valdez-Scantling, major disappointment, by the way. Geronimo Allison is injured. So they've kind of had some problems there, too. But Aaron Rodgers is a next-level quarterback. And I think it's unreasonable to think that he couldn't best that defense. And remember, the, the Thursday night game, week one, opening game, Green Bay versus Green Bay at Chicago. I was there for that game. Aaron Rodgers, after the game, says, we finally have a defense. Well, yeah, good for you, Aaron. But your defense does not match the caliber of the Niners defense led by Nick Bosa, probably defensive rookie of the year, should be, in my opinion. Wrecking ball. I guess I'm saying conflicting things, but here's, here are my thoughts. Green Bay, San Francisco 49ers, NFC Championship game. If Green Bay, if Green Bay wins that game, which I think they would, I think they go on to lose to the Patriots. To the best defense that football's seen in as long as I can remember. If the Niners go to win that game, and I think that would be a fun game to watch, by the way. Green Bay, the Patriots, that'd be a fun game to watch. That would be fun. But Green Bay loses that game. If the Niners play Tom Brady... Low ground, low score, ground and pound, field goal winning game. 3-0 again. And I don't know who wins. The Patriots are the better, better team. I want to go on record saying the Patriots should win either matchup, maybe. But if it's the Niners and the Pats, I really don't know how that would play out. The NFC is kind of messy. I mean, I didn't even mention the Saints yet. Green Bay, 7-1. 49ers, 7-0. Saints, 7-1. By the way, Saints have been doing, um, haven't lost a game without Drew Brees. He's picking up right where they left off. Oh, and by the way, Alvin Kamara missed one of those games too. I shouldn't be so flippant. I shouldn't be so dismissive of the New Orleans Saints. They're a part of this conversation too. And you know what? I forgot about it until right now, this second. Shame on me. If the New Orleans Saints make it to the NFC, I should say this right now because I screwed up episode one. If the Saints make it to the NFC championship, which they should, forget everything I just said. One of these, all three of these teams should. If the Saints make it and the Saints win that game, now there's a contest. That's the game we're looking for. Two of the best defenses in football and two of the best offenses in football. That would be a game. Breeze is coming back. Kamara is on bye this week. I've heard reports of both a high and a low ankle sprain, but it didn't seem significant. No trades were made. And Latavius Murray, by the way. Oh, Latavius. Oh, 
Latavius looked like the running back that I said he would be in July. Find it on Twitter. Victory lap. It happened. Latavius Murray needs volume. And in that offense, I could be a running back. By the way, I'm not a very big guy. But in that offense, under that under Sean Payton, all you need is a good, reliable, healthy runner. Good with his hands, fast on his feet, and get an extra couple yards. Whether it's Latavius Murray or Alvin Kamara, the New Orleans Saints are going to be fine. Just fine. And I was wrong to have mentioned them third. I should have mentioned them first. The Saints would beat Green Bay. The Saints would beat San Francisco 49ers. So forget, throw everything out the window. The Saints and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's the game I want to see. Outside of those three, the Vikings, the Seahawks, Dallas, they're all just kind of there. But the AFC is a mess. The AFC is an absolute mess. Only team in the AFC with more than five wins is the Patriots. Clear favorites. You get down into divisions and the AFC South is a little bit back and forth between Indianapolis and Houston, but Houston has had significant injuries at at defense. Indianapolis should win that division. The Ravens should win their division. I expect the Chiefs to win their division. And outside of that, it's going to be a battle for wild card spots. And then those teams are really not very good. I should give the NFC a little more credit. It'll take an NFC team to beat the New England Patriots. Regardless, what Tom Brady has done with all the miles on those tires, what Bill Belichick has done to protect Tom Brady and to allow Tom to stay on his feet and to do the things that Tom does best, manage the game, identify threats, target open receivers, sneak it in at the one. You know, and by the way, everybody got all freaked out about the QB sneak that hurt Patrick Mahomes. Well, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, why would you run with your quarterback? Well, Tom Brady's got three rushing touchdowns on the year. He's got three or more first downs on the year. That's why you do that. It's one of the safest plays in the game. Tom Brady does it excellent. If Tom Brady's willing to do it, and Tom Brady, by the way, won't eat anything with tomatoes in it because tomatoes cause inflammation. If Tom Brady is eager and excited to QB sneak it, Stop whining about Andy Reid calling a QB sneak. That's ridiculous. The injury is really unfortunate, though. When I'm looking at the list of MVP candidates, I had to cross Patrick Mahomes off the list. I just... Maybe he's, he's, he's practicing again. Maybe he only misses a week or two. And right now, currently, he still leads the, the league in passing yards. There's a chance, there's a chance that Patrick Mahomes comes back, picks up right where he left off, has no reoccurring issues. It's not likely. I don't think it's likely at all. And then we, there was already some m- regression out of Patrick Mahomes. Historically, 
The MVP has been a quarterback, and it's been a quarterback in the Super Bowl, historically. I don't know that Patrick Mahomes can keep up to get to the Super Bowl. I've watched the Saints be beat too many different ways over the last three weeks, both with and without Mahomes. And I don't think that they can get there. If Mahomes misses three or four weeks and is still the passing leader by the end of the season, okay, let's talk about it. But I don't see that happening. It's going to be Rodgers, or it's going to be Brady, or perhaps it's Drew Brees, but I can't give it to Drew Brees if I'm not willing to give it to Mahomes. No, it can't be Drew Brees. We can talk about Lamar Jackson, 150-plus yard rushing games. Lamar Jackson's helping his team win. But it comes back to the same argument that I had mentioned just before. Historically, it's been a quarterback, and it's been a quarterback for a team in the Super Bowl. I don't see it. I just don't see it happening. It could happen. I don't see the Ravens beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Oh, but that would be an interesting twist. But no, I don't see that happening. So it's a short list of NFL MVP candidates. In my opinion, it's a very short list. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Lamar Jackson. It's Russell Wilson. And it's Tom Brady. And I think what we're going to see happen is Tom Brady's going to go to the Super Bowl. And he's going to win his seventh Super Bowl. And he's going to do it at 42 years old. And like we said earlier, about time being undefeated, don't tell Tom Brady. Don't tell Tom Brady that he's done because he's giving time a run for its money. <laughs>